0: Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons.
1: Hey, what's up, Man, look at him. It's 93.7, the tickets to Get Your Happy On Hour. It's your host, Ricky C. Simmons, and I'm here. You know, we had a little hiccup tonight, and I just want to give everybody a little heads up before I get started here. Yeah, help me out there. Thank you. Um, I know I told everybody I was going to have former Husker Dwayne Harris on the air today. Uh, unfortunately, Dwayne had a, he got caught up at the airport, man. so he was not able to make it. But I do have a guest, last minute guy, like a little brother that filled in, so. I'll get to him in a minute. Uh, We're waiting on him to, he's going to have to zoom in. So we'll wait on that. But in the meantime, I want you guys to understand something. Sometimes things happen, you know, unexpectedly, you know, and we we have to adapt. Uh, You can panic, you can get upset, and you can feel like, oh, woe is me, or you can adapt. And that's a very valuable lesson that I had to learn a long time ago. So I do my best never to to overreact or panic. Uh, Things happen. So I hope uh, my little brother, Dwayne Harris, I hope you get home safely. Hope everything works out for you. But I'm also very excited that uh, I'll have a guest to be chiming in soon. I want everybody to understand something. Life is not fair. OK, <laughs> I tell people, especially in Nebraska, the fair comes to Grand Island once a year. And I'm not sure they're playing straight there. <laughs> so, so don't ever, <clears throat> excuse me, don't ever get upset about things that you can't control. Focus on the things that you can control and make the best out of every situation. So like me personally, I like to be happy and some things that i can't control hey i don't worry about them i just do what i do i get my happy on. i laugh a lot and hey whatever happens happens but i have figured out one thing getting upset and stressing out that ain't the ticket um i don't like where i don't like those consequences that come with doing that i mean you end up in places that you don't want to be in you know sometimes you know I've seen stress do people really, really bad, and stress can also put you in places you don't want to be, like ER, intensive care. Uh, and I understand that those things are important, but hey, I don't want stress to be the reason I have to visit those type places. So that's one of the main reasons why this show is called to get your happy on out, and that's a that's a lifestyle for me. I actually live a lifestyle of staying positive and being happy I just think that's the way to be because you only get one life and I've heard too many stories and I'm sure you guys have heard them too stories like uh, man if I would have knew then what I know now I would have did it this way well you know I'm I'm guilty of that as well that's why I know about that but uh I don't have to worry about that because you know now I've been blessed to know And I got hindsight on my side. And that's another reason why I do what I do by trying to help others. Because a lot of people, they're much younger than me. And I'm pretty sure they feel smarter than me. And that's fine. But the question is not whether you're smarter than me. It's, are you wiser than me? Because I've had a lot of life experiences. I have, have had more life behind me than I do in front of me. And I understand that. We're waiting on my guest to to, uh, log on. I'm not sure when that'll happen. Um, But I will say this. I appreciate you guys tuning in and checking out my show every week. That means a lot to me because radio is something that was really new to me. It just started in October, actually. And I'm starting to kind of like it. And, And the support that I get from all of you makes a big difference and it makes me want to continue so just my way of being humble and saying thank you you know a lot of times we don't say thank you we we're quick to tell you when you're messing up but we're not quick to give you credit when you're you're supporting us so i'm personally saying thank you to everybody that follows me you know the funniest thing about this is i could have really made that a bad situation I could have overreacted and like, you know what? We're not doing the show tonight because <laughs> my guests got caught up at the airport. But, you know, instead we're doing it anyways. And, you know, I really, really appreciate everybody. Too. I mean, it means a lot to me that you guys are, are willing to check, take time out of your busy day. Because, I mean, everybody's got stuff to do, you know. And I appreciate my producer, too, because Austin, Austin makes me look good, man. And, and that's hard to do. I mean, he's, he's a professional and I'm still learning. So I'm very appreciative of him. I'm appreciative of the station. I'm just appreciative of everything. I take nothing for granted. You know, and sometimes people say, well, man, you've already thanked me. You already thanked me. But you know what? I'm thanking you because I appreciate it. And I don't think it's anything wrong. So I'm old school. I was raised in a way to where you respect people. It looks like we found somebody. I don't know if that's true, but I'm looking on this month I, <laughs> I think I found my guest. I want to say something about my guest before I bring him on live with y'all. Man, listen, I promise you, this dude is like a little brother to me. And I know I know, Husker Nation. Before y'all overreact, calm down. Calm down. Take a deep breath. I see that OU cap on his head. so <laughs> So I'm going to tell you. My guest tonight, last minute, I called him. I was like, man, where you at? He said, I just got to Oklahoma City. I'm like, man, uh, my guest got called up at the airport. He said, what you need? I said, I need you to be my guest tonight. He said, send me a link. Man, that's that's brotherhood there. Is my guest live? Can he hear us? I can hear you, Rick. Rick. Marcus Dupree, former OU Sooner. Husker
0: Bill, Nation. Bill. Husker Nation Rick. Hey, hey, Go, Nation. Go, Go, Go big red. Go big red.
1: <laughs> see that I told you that's my little brother. <laughs> Even though he was, he's
0: still my little brother, man. How you doing, Mark? I'm good, man. Blessed to see another day. Open my eyes. I can make it the rest of the day. Well, good thing. So uh man,
1: again, man, I gotta say thank you. Cause uh this last minute. Uh I didn't find out till about thirty minutes before the show started that I was gonna you know, that my guest was caught at the airport. So, man, you stepped up. I, I called, it, I mean, I called you just hoping that you was available, but I, I, I know how busy <laughs> you are, so I was kind of like, oh, man,
0: it's worth a shot. Hey, God you know? is good, man. Got you here right on time. Man,
1: God is good. And, again, I got to say, before we start the interview part, I want to say, say thank you,
0: man. Oh, no I doubt, brother. I got you. No we well, get hey, No I, doubt.
1: I want you to. I want you to uh, take a little time and uh, tell me, tell the audience, and tell everybody that's watching and everybody that's listening around the country, man. Tell them where'd you grow up, Marcus.
0: I grew up in a little town called Philadelphia, Mississippi. If they seen the movie Mississippi Burning, that's where I'm from.
1: What? That's
0: your yes, hometown. Sir. That's my hometown.
1: Wow. So now, when you grew up there in this town, Marcus, did you play any other sports?
0: I played all four sports. I was a uh, four year, four year, four sport, Letterman. Yeah, I played. I started running high school track in the ninth grade.
1: Wow, Mark, Mark, Mark. But Mark, you was a man. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. I I saw some of your high school clips. If I had to play against you, man, we, we had to check <laughs> your birth certificate.
0: Hey, Rick. <laughs> hey, Rick. We were we was only a barely a two A high school. We was beating up on five and six A schools. <laughs>
1: But still, Mark, I'm looking at your highlights, man. This look like it reminded me of people was tr- people wasn't really, really no hair to get in front of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I saw you, man, you seemed like everybody else was running backwards and you just <laughs> run away from people. I'm like, I
0: don't, but I understand that because, hey,
1: man, you know,
0: hey, I was just know, trying what, to stay out of the way, out of the way, Rick. I was just trying to stay out of the way. way.
1: What, what was your size in high school, man?
0: Uh, my ninth grade year, I weighed uh 175. I played receiver and free safety. And my sophomore, I I, I guess I beat up to about 205. My junior year, I, I jumped up to about 215. And then my senior year, I was 230, 235. I mean, 225, 230. In high school. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> and what was your forty time? Uh, my fastest time been a four two. And that, that was at a track meet, you know, yeah. but uh, my, my footballs on the football field is
1: 4-3. Say, look here, Mark. You know, you, it kind of makes me think, man, if someone did try to catch you, it's still a problem. Because once <laughs> they catch you, then they got to try to figure out a way to get you to the ground.
0: Well, they, they hey hey Rick, you know if uh, they grabbed that jersey, I wasn't coming down. They're gonna be sitting there with that jersey in their hand because you know we wore them Turways back then. They 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 outlawed them after I, I was a senior.
1: <laughs> say they got a handful of jerseys. You still running? <laughs> I'm still running. <laughs> so so Mark, tell uh you ended up your high school career. Uh, do you remember your your stats for your senior year? I want to say year? it was
0: uh. I had 2,500 yards in my senior year, uh, about 22 touchdowns, twenty maybe 25. somewhere. We get, Most of the time, we got took out of the game because we were, my coach didn't want to be, beat up on his friend. So I possibly should have had a lot more yards than what I, ha- I had. Uh, my yeah. coach, I see him all the time. He'd be like, man, I wish I had kept you in them games so you could have ran up them yards. And I said, well, coach, that's how I go. You didn't want to beat up on your friend, but you see what happened when I left. They beat up on you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they got their revenge they got now. their revenge well marcus i know for a fact you was one of the most highly recruited uh running backs in the nation when you came out of high school um uh, what made you pick oklahoma
0: uh my for one my mom and then uh she was like you know we sit down we weighed out the options on who play on tv every week what part of the country they play what all, you know all the colleges that they uh, played against. And so Oklahoma was probably one of my best choices for uh, getting exposure. Uh, I didn't go there to win a Heisman, come to Oklahoma to win a Heisman trophy. I came to Oklahoma to win a national championship. And that's the only thing I regret not winning that national championship. With what I came here for.
1: Well, I put it this way, what you did as a freshman at OU will, uh, will never be forgotten. And, I know for a fact it won't be got be be forgotten from Nebraska fans, because uh, you uh, if I remember correctly you came up here and you
0: act real bad, <laughs> <laughs> man. I, hey y'all, y'all was like what the number one team in the country? Yeah, man. But but uh, I don't
1: know, man. That game. I, I mean, we won the game, but it was a lot of Marcus Dupree discussions after that game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Mark, well man, when man, you I mean, when you look up and you see Stein Cooler and, and Big Remington and all them guys, man, I was like, man, how are we gonna how are we even gonna stay in the game?
1: Now, hey man, well, <laughs> I tell you what, you you got yours. We we got the win, but you got yours. I can honestly say that. And and, and, and and you know the thing is though, Mark, man, when you when you left left college ball, you took a little time off and done some things. You want to share that with us?
0: Well, you know, I, I, when I left OU, I went to Southern Miss, but I, and they told me I was going to sit out two years. I'm like, man, ain't no way I'm sitting out two years. So, uh, you know, when I was at OU, though, a bunch of agents would just pop up at your door, knocking on your door and all that kind of crap. And, uh, you know, when I left Oklahoma, I ended up in the USFL, tore my knee up uh, the second year. Uh, doctors told me not to try, even try to play again. And, you know, I set out five years and I was like, man, what well, if you just try it and, you know, get it out of your mind? I want to make the NFL, you know, all of us, that's our dream to be in the NFL. So I said, well, you know, if God blessed me to be able to, to get out here and work out by my – I had to work out by myself, built my own weight, weight room, and uh, I trained by myself and got out there and, and just went at it. And God gave me the strength and 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 – before I even started, I could never run a mile in high school. I hated running a mile. And so, when I started those three months of training and getting ready to go to training camp, uh, and I already called my coach, Coach Corey, who coached me in the, with the breakers in the USFL, he said, whenever you get ready, you call us, we'll be waiting, and we'll fly you out here. And I, you know, I worked out those three months, and uh, – Came back and made the team. I couldn't believe it, but uh coach whistle said that last weekend. He said if he if I told him I was gonna come back after sitting out five years, there ain't no way. And uh yeah. he said he you know he said the other day we was doing a shooting a documentary and uh he was telling him that uh you know he did something unthinkable. And so hey, I, I never thought about it. I just trying to make the team and uh you know fulfill my dream.
1: So after the USFL, you, you you did go to the NFL, too, correct? Yeah,
0: the, uh, the the Rams drafted me anyway when I was in the USFL, and uh, so they had my rights, so I couldn't go anywhere else but to the Rams. Okay, and they was the L.A. Rams at that time? Yeah, they were the L.A. Rams. We played in Anaheim in, in uh, uh, the Angels Stadium.
1: Okay, okay. Well, you know, Mark, one thing I will say, man, is your, your definition of, of never giving up, I give you that because you very easily, I agree with Coach Swiss. You could have just said, forget it. But you took it on yourself and you didn't listen to nobody but yourself, apparently. Right, right. Because, I mean, if you're working out by yourself and you still make it to the league, hey, man, I know people that, that's on teams can't make it to the league. So, <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> I, mean, so yeah, that's I mean, I just, I something I just always wanted to do, I wanted to just see. You know, I didn't want to get old and, and uh, at the time, I was twenty-seven, I think, when I went back, and mm-hmm. uh, I just didn't want to get all saying, "What if? What if? You know that? What if? You know? Right, right, people, right, right. You right. know, people let fear most of the time cause them to not to try to achieve their goals. Uh, to me, fear is just just part of. If you if you mess up, you just come back and, and let's let's try to get it right. And so that's what I tried to do.
1: Well, trust me, you did it. And, you know, and, and every time I come down to Tulsa and we and we and we playing them golf tournaments, I see the love that you get, you know, from, from Oklahoma fans, man. And, you know, that right there that says it all, because, I mean, dude, what you did was I mean, it was it was amazing because, first of all, as a freshman, dude, you was like a man amongst boys as a freshman at OU. <laughs> I mean, I know a whole bunch of people out there making business decisions before they <laughs> before they ran up and grabbed you, you know. I mean you gotta you gotta you gotta think this thing through now. I can I might can run into him, but what's the consequences gonna be?
0: <laughs> oh, I like man. I say, Rick, I'm just trying to stay out of the way.
1: I didn't want nobody to judge me. I don't want
0: to touch, well, I man, to touch I think- nobody.
1: You did a fine job of it, but hey, I saw a lot of footage, and I seen some time when people did get in front of you. They wish they hadn't. (laughs) That part I saw, so you can't tell me no different. (laughs) I I appreciate your your being humble and being modest, but you know I know better. (laughs) So, Mark, after football was all over, what what did you get into then, man?
0: Well, I started doing a couple of businesses. I had a, a gym I, uh, in my hometown. I had all the high school kids coming there working out. Yeah. And then I had a little nightclub and doing that on the side. And And then I got into the casino business. And then, uh, what else? I ended up uh, being a GM for arena team in uh, Bolger City, Louisiana. And they were called the uh, Bolger City Battle Wings. And then uh, the the Redskins called me up to scout, and I was scout for them for a while. And then uh, I was scout for the Edmonton Eskimos for a while. And uh, what else did I do? Uh, after that, I think uh, what did I do after that? Uh, did you? See, you I can't where- remember, did You drive a truck like heavy? A oh, truck? yeah, I drove, yeah, I, drove, I have a trucking company, so I started working my own trucking company. Then I worked for RSC for a minute. And then that's when the 30 for 30 came and started filming me. Now tell me and, uh, about hey, tell
1: us about that 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 whole experience, man. That 30-30. Well, they mean, found me, it, It's
0: so funny, they found me on the last date. They was about to give up. They had been looking for, for me for a while. I'm like, everybody in Philadelphia knew where I was. And they was like, Well, we went to your aunt, she's over the sheriff department. She didn't know where you were. And then they went to my high school coach, and he didn't know where I was. So I don't know. Somehow he found my number, and he finally got it. John Hawk finally got in touch with me, and then we did the movie. I mean, did the documentary. They followed me around, went and talked to some people. Uh, it was hard to find that old film because our quarterback, at the time, we were thinking that the colleges wasn't sending the, the tapes back, but he was still in the tapes, taking them home. And so <laughs> when with, with ESPN came looking for him. He had the taste, but his girlfriend had got mad at him and threw him in a ditch. So we, oh. they had to try to get other, other tapes from other high schools, and luckily they did. Wow. Well, yeah. hey,
1: look, don't go nowhere, Mark. And I want everybody to stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back on the Get You Happy On Hour. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back.